welcome to episode 175 of Laps Gamer Radio. I'm your host, Mark Hamer, and joining me tonight, uh, once again, is Nick and Chazzy. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. How are you all? You all good? Yeah. yeah. Not too bad now. It's all right. Getting yeah. into the swing of uh, 2021. Just about, yeah. We're only, <laughs> what, two, nearly two months into the, into the year, only just starting to get to grips with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yeah. about. Just, just yeah. getting into it, you know. Yeah, and then everything's going to change again soon. Just so. dipping our toes into twenty twenty one. Um, it's literally March tomorrow, right? Yeah. It is. Shit, the bed. All right. <laughs> um, uh, anything new? Any anything new non gaming related you want to chat about? Uh, no. Other than my, my son's no. going back to school. Yeah. Are you excited about that? I cannot wait. It's been horrible. On the not, one, not hand, because he's a horrible child or anything, but just because, like, having to leave on, him man. on his this, own. This for is like, off the record. This is no, seriously. If, it's if just, you, like leaving him on his own downstairs to like sort of play with toys while you're upstairs working in the mm-hmm. office is just horrible. It's the horrible, horrible. Sorry, man. We so, understand. Yeah. He's a horrible child. Yeah, that's it. As well. um, so you're looking forward to him going back to school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, as long as he doesn't come back diseased, then yeah, that's it, man. That's it. You're all right. Okay. Don't worry. They, yeah. They'll open the windows, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Spraying down with disinfectant. That's it. How about you, Nick? Uh, nothing's changed, really. Yeah. No, just same old, same old. Same old, same old. <laughs> um, yeah, same here. Yeah. Still having fun putting my Lego car together. Oh, man. I finished mine. Talking uh, about children's toys. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Lego for grown-ups. It's got like an age rating on it. You have to be at least ten to play with this stuff. Oh, ten. That I is know. nearly it's not a big, child. Ha- half halfway to being not a child. <laughs> um Yeah, it's uh it's, it's good. It's big. It's real big. Mine's up mm. on my shelf of my PC now and it's taking up uh most of that shelf, to be honest. <laughs> nice. It's a bit large. I'm thinking about getting some LEDs to put inside it. One of those LED light kits. Yeah, yeah I've um, seen those. Yeah, but we'll see. <laughs> um, have I been up to anything interesting? Oh, I put some artwork up. Ooh. This is a dumb story. Um, so, yeah, just to finish sorting out the games room and some other rooms, we, uh, me and my partner quite like, uh, do you know Displate? No. They do like posters and stuff, but they're on like metal, a sheet of metal. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And you basically attach like a little rubber, a little, a little uh, like sticky magnet to the wall and then stick the plate up. Mm. They're quite nice. They're just, they're just posters basically, but they're made yeah. out of metal instead of paper. So they're a bit more durable. Um, but we got this like, um, we've got a bunch of them and Zoe got a big one for me for Christmas, um, like a Mandalorian one. And it's a collector's item. Um, and it comes with this little booklet and inside it it says meet other passionate collectors now and 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 then it's got these testimonials from definitely real people Mm. does it does it have a signed certificate of authenticity it doesn't no oh i I don't know if any serious collector would be uh would be in the market for that i'm afraid well, it is a collector's edition, and it is very limited in supply in that it is limited to however many they can sell. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely limited, and it comes with a 
discount code so you can get 30% off your next disc plate as long as you order another one within the next like 30 days or something yeah. stupid like that so do they do they have any plates on disc plate that are not limited edition no hmm. oh, i mean yeah they do have limited edition ones what they call them limited edition they're not limited edition but anyway these testimonials from these now bear in mind this is for marketing purposes but you, you only get this if you've already bought the poster um and these are definite people and all it is is like a little like screenshot of a person who's definitely a real person and then like a picture of their room and some of these are well we've got caleb here who's 31 from edinburgh and i'll just uh, I don't know if i can show you his room oh, in the camera because the podcasting is that yeah, he should post uh, that to battle station not, not yeah. absolutely retouch within an inch of his life <laughs> and because um, podcasting is definitely a visual medium, I will convey what's there. It's like a computer desk with a super widescreen monitor and like some tasteful LED lights and a um, Pac-Man um, arcade machine and then some posters which are all just video games. As I Imagine every streamer's dark room um, set up with LEDs with some yes yeah above the screen yeah, every like professional streamer like yeah. and then some like um neon kanji on the side so yeah this is caleb 31 mm. from edinburgh met his wife playing magic the gathering mm. <laughs> the arcade cabinet in his man cave <laughs> the arcade cabinet in his man cave cost nearly as much as their new couch but don't tell her that I would imagine it would cost more than a new couch, to be honest. I imagine it would cost if it's it's a it's what looks like an original Pac-Man arcade cabinet. Did it you, probably cost more than their house. Did you say he was from Edinburgh? Thirty-one from Edinburgh, Caleb. So surely he would say sofa and not couch. That's what you'd think. Mm. That's what you would think if Caleb was a real person. <laughs> but uh, I'm afraid he absolutely is not. Um, <laughs> I feel like we could have almost like a spin-off reply all style podcast here where we go and investigate the <laughs> fake people make, behind these caps, these reviews. Uh, how old was he? This is the one I really want to find. This guy, Derek. We found Derek twenty nine. Wow. Derek twenty no, twenty nine from no Indianapolis. Idea that this was being written. About. So he's twenty nine from Indianapolis. In his, in his room is just like uh, it's just like a, a hi fi system, rather vintage looking hi fi system, and a stack of vinyl, and some guitars and an amp, and then lots of like music based displays on the wall. Jimi Hendrix and Pink Floyd and a bunch of other classic rock acts and Foo Fighters, of course. Oh, um, <laughs> the well known classic rock act. Um, Derek, 29, from Indianapolis, sneaked into his first rock concert when he was 12. Okay. Snagged the lead guitarist's pick, the first in his collection. Oh. Hey, Does... what did you get up to last night? Well, you know, I, I went home, had dinner, did my homework, played some video games, and then went to bed because I'm 12. What did you do last night, Derek? <laughs> I went to a gig, you know. That's it. Cycled over Snuck to a into gig. my first gig. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, uh, managed I managed to like, catch the lead guitarist pick. I think yeah. I'm going to start collecting these, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you've got any picks from lead guitarist, holler at your boy Derek. Um, do, I, do I count? Do you think you want, <laughs> do you think you want my lead, lead pick from back in the day? Sure, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, maybe that's what he means by rock concert. It was, a, it was actually the school band. <laughs> and he snuck in yes to watch him. he snuck in because he should have been doing a religious education instead that's it yeah <laughs> it all makes sense now uh, and this last one is the worst <laughs> let me just show you the that's 
that little picture there. Oh, wow. Oh, see that? There's a yeah. motorbike and... So, yeah, it's like a cafe table in like a nice, what looks like a nice little suburban so, area. That would make a great Gran Turismo scrapes photo. Yes, it's, it's exactly what it looks like. It's like an ex- exquisitely pristine, um, what looks like a Harley Davidson bike and then like a little desk with some very suspiciously clean uh, engine components on it and then like shelves with other bits and pieces on it and then lots of post display posters on the wall that are all to do with cars all cars and one john wick display poster (laughs) stuck in the middle um and this is jonas or jonas i guess 34 from cologne fell in love with wheels the moment he watched bullet with his dad his ever-growing collection of rare headlights is driving his girlfriend nuts nice rare headlights rare headlights hey babe um are you going to be in tomorrow because I'm, I'm expecting another delivery of rare headlights. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. These people. I, this, like, yeah. I don't know why that tickled me so much. Why do but... they all also collect things that are not displays? Do they want to make out like displays are something else that other collectors can collect? I guess so, yeah. Mm. I guess so. Yeah, if you're a collector, then what you really need is display. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the weirdest like marketing. It's not even marketing. It's it's like weirdest little like packing I've ever seen with a collector's edition of something. Not like like you said, like a like a certificate of authenticity or anything like that. It's like no, here's these weird testimonials from definitely real people who are definitely display customers. Is it bad now that you've all? already bought a display from us? Is now it bad that I'm still currently on weird. my Getty Images account <laughs> looking for any of those images? <laughs> <laughs> yeah they are apps they've got to be stock images they've got yeah. to be, they've just photoshopped these display fo- posters into it kind of reminds me of do either of you watch dave gorman yes yes do you remember the one where um he found all of the different like scam investment videos that were all from different people but they were obviously like the same script yeah. So they went onto a website and they had a pop-up of like, hey, is how I made £5 million from a £2.39 investment. I just checked, this is definitely not a scam, blah, blah, blah. And it turns out that essentially this company had just gone on Fiverr.com and given a bunch of people who were like, we will make a, we'll read anything you want in any sort of setting you want for a Fiverr. So that they'd had loads of these videos made of different people to scatter around the internet so you don't see the exact same video all the time you just see different people saying the same thing there's a couple more of these that are a little bit disturbing there's uh, (laughs) Zoe here from uh, Melbourne, 28 from Melbourne and uh, in the picture this is what I presume is her dog Coconut Coconut and Zoe do everything together they cook, dance and walk through the park and even go horse riding sometimes all in the same day what? Hey, uh, RSPCA, um, <laughs> I'd like to report. I'd like to report a dog on the back of a horse. <laughs> well, not even that. Just I'd like to report a dog on the horse track where the horse gets spooked and I got thrown off and broke my arm. Uh, <laughs> and like, oh no, I don't know who wrote this shit. Naomi, 23, from New York, named her rescue cat Akira. The little devil kept pouncing on her one-piece figurine, so she had to switch to a scratch-proof collection. Good call. Oh, no. I've always wondered when I've been online looking for One Piece figures why there's like the regular type and the scratch proof type. Mm. 
I always wondered about that. But now you know. Now, thanks to Display, I understand. There you go. <laughs> anyway, enough of that nonsense. Um, video games. Uh, Chazzy, what have you been playing? Well, this is going to be quick. Um, I've been playing loads of more Yakuza on the stream. And we're nearly there. We're so you still close. just so, so still close. grinding? Still uh, no, there. no, no. We've done. See, this is the thing, right? That game in the first two thirds is brilliant, and it's all story mm-hmm. and intrigue and interest. And then suddenly, you just hit this massive wall where you have. You probably get to about level thirty something, like thirty four, thirty five. And then it just basically yeah. goes, right, you're about to go into all the kind of interesting back-end stuff now. And you think, oh, great. And then you get into it, and then it goes, oh, yeah, you've got to be level 50 for this. It doesn't tell you you've got to be level 50. It just completely dark souls you and just says, right, all these enemies are now like level 48, 49, 50, 51, right? So you're just like, oh, I've got no chance. And you just get absolutely annihilated. So you have to go into what they call the arena. And um, it's like a high-rise block that you just go up about I think it's twenty uh, thirty levels, and you just have to fight your way up through this arena through various different sort of increasingly harder enemies and to uh, getting rewards and um, upgrade materials. And once you've done that, you go from about level thirty five all the way up to about level forty six, forty seven, something like that. So you go through it a few times, and then um, yeah, you're way high enough level to then take on the end bosses. But it was just such a like handbrake right in the middle of a game where it's just like oh, I just want to crack on now and see the rest of the story and it's just like right record scratch and but it's a jrpg right at, yeah at, at, at every point in each, at, at some point in every jrpg you expect that you're gonna hit a wall yeah it was just and most of them it happens several times yeah you, you have to do some some grinding but you don't expect it's just it part and in this game it didn't really feel like you were ever gonna have that moment and i thought oh it's just gonna it's gonna have a lovely gentle curve and get and take you all the way through yeah. to the end and you and yeah, it was just it was just a massive, massive roadblock, and which is such a shame in a game. It's a bit that weird and like um, I'm thoroughly enjoying, considering that like you'd like uh, been pretty. Uh, I mean, uh, you'd done pretty much all of the side content for what mm. I could see, right? Yeah, all yeah. the side content that you'd managed to find, uh, and presumably in like a modern RPG sort of setting, that's the sort of stuff that would be enough to. Yeah, grind usually out like make levels. you overpowered yeah. for the end game. So um, yeah, so it was, it was just a bit weird. I mean, I still have so, it up there as one of, like it's it's not that bad to completely ruin it. It was just that thing of for me, I just wanted to see the story. I just want to see the story now, and I just want to get sort of cracking. And you know, if if it's a bit know. weird, isn't it? It's like it's one of the it's this is the first time that they have made a traditional turn based JRPG mm. that studio at least in this. At least in this series, I don't know if they'd made any other ones, but definitely in this series is the first turn-based JRPG game, and it's. Uh, I guess they haven't taken on board a lot of the things that the more traditional turn-based JRPG studios. Yeah, have that's made the thing. It doesn't feel so, like. So, for instance, like the new Bravely Default. Yeah. Um, has lots and lots of grind in it, as a traditional JRPG would have. But you can speed the game up to like sixteen times or something like that, and just go mm. through it really quickly. To make it less arduous. Yeah, you've got like Brave um, Default like and that, the, the new Dragon have. Quest and, you know, even Persona yeah. to a degree. They've all, they've all got it in there, but this never felt like they were going to go down that route. It felt like it was going to be a bit more, I don't know, a bit more streamlined than that. 
But like I say, I mean, it yeah. still doesn't take away from the game, and like I, I still think the game's absolutely incredible. It's just a minor speed bump in what was an otherwise excellent game. So I can't really, I'm not, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't knock it for any, if you know, if I was scoring it with points, I wouldn't knock it no, for no. that. But yeah, it's just a bit of a minor inconvenience, really. And then, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. what else have I been playing? But other than that, to be fair, all I've really played, I downloaded the demo for Project Triangle Strategy. Which is the okay. which came out of the direct the Nintendo direct the other day, which is the oh yes Octopath Traveler, but with Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Tactics rather than a JRPG system, and that is everything yeah. you want it to be. It looks like the Octopath game, so it's absolutely stunning and beautiful, and looks like a little sort of toy box diorama. But yeah, that tactic system really, really does it. Like it's very Fire Emblemy. So you, yeah, you just it just feels incredible. Um, I mean, it's way too, uh, way too hard in the demo at the moment for me because I'm just not, I can't get my head mm. around it a lot, and I'm literally well, like dying they don't instantly. really give you much of a tutorial either. And it's like no. when you load up, it's like you're going to be playing a section that's halfway through the game. Mm. Um, enjoy. Yeah, go. <laughs> and like, they, they like they point out that you're gonna have like no the story's gonna you have no context of the story whatsoever. No. So I just skip. But then they the give you forty minutes worth of story to read, and it's like I yeah, want to know. I, just, I know you what, can skip through all of that. Yeah, and that's what it means. I was like skipping through it, but like, mm. at what point do you just go? Look, I I just want to know what this game feels like, and like you can give me the story on the back end maybe rather than front load it. Like yeah. Because, yeah, I just want to know how this feels. Like, for a demo, it's just like it's trying to sit there th- with, like, forsooth, sir, I say to you, oh, come on. Click, 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 yeah, click, Yeah, it's click. that same um, really awkward, archaic um, dialogue that a lot of the characters in Octopath Japanese Traveler Japanese take use. on medieval, like, you know, text. Uh, yes, yeah. very flowery language. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, it, it really ground, uh, it really rubbed me the wrong way in... Um, in original Octopath, Octopath yeah. uh, which is a shame because everything else about that game is fantastic. Oh, I love that um, the, the art style, which is something they've carried through, the sort of like tilt shift. Yeah, that's it. That's the um, word I was looking for. The design of the uh, yeah. yeah tilt shift um, look of like the backgrounds and then the like you know cute pixelated. At least with this, you can also sort of spin um, around it as well, so you get a full three D with the right yeah. stick as well. So you, you'll get a bit more freedom with it. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, just totally up my street after coming off the back of stuff mm. like Gears Tactics and XCOM and stuff like that and playing Wargroove like I played Wargroove a few few weeks ago as well on your recommendation yeah and um, yeah it's definitely something that I'm, I'm I'm picking it up day one or as close to as I can but yeah no thoroughly enjoyed it um, like I say I want to try and actually get into like just keep battering away at the demo and see if I can actually like sort of feel like I'm a bit more in control of the systems and stuff. But yeah, yeah thoroughly enjoyed that. But yeah. um, at the moment though, if, if if you gave me a choice, I think I'd pick up Wargroove first before that. You know, I want to try and crash through War, Wargroove. Wargroove is, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. I really need to sit down and finish it. Um, for for, yeah, for what it is. and played as... that at all? I have, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's great. Good. Amazing. Mm. For as um, more, I don't know. It's not arcadey, but like it's it's just it's just more friendly looking, if anything. But um, yeah, no, I, it's I more in, in um, uh, it's it's more akin to like the first Fire Emblem yeah. or like um, Advanced Wars and stuff like that. Yeah, um, old 
tactics games. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, the, the uh, whatever the Octopath Traveler tactics game is has got a really awkward title. Yeah. Um, what is it again, Jazzy? Project Triangle, Project Triangle. Strategy. Project, Project Tri- Triangle Strategy rolls yeah. off the tongue. It won't um, stay like that. Yeah. But then again, what I play is, it, I was going to say, no. is that is that just a um, placeholder name? It's not the real I name. I don't know. I don't know. But it also has sparked off the old. Um, it's out this year. White, uh, white it, it'd name. Be weird if a game coming out this year yeah. doesn't have a title yet. But yeah, it's mad. But it's it sparked off this whole like white name in Times Roman phenomena. For like these these games, like well, Octopath had it, and mm. Project Triangle Strategies got it, and there was another couple as well. And it really makes me want to just make a bot, and you just get like two to three words. <laughs> they just is constantly knocking out different like game names, and then making a Photoshop yeah. out of it. But yeah, I'll, one day if I can learn how to make bots on mm. Twitter, and I'll do that. I promise. <laughs> Random Octopath. Yeah, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed what I played of Project Triangle Tactics, but uh, it's definitely a game I think that would benefit from playing from the beginning and having yeah, a tutorial, it. which you do not get in the demo. I've got, um, I have so faith it's a bit that punishing. if it's anything like Octopath, that it's going to be a story that I'm, I'm at least going to get into. So, yeah, yeah but other than yeah, that, sure. that, that's been it. Other than other than a bit of driving, so yeah, that's me done. Unfortunately, mm. I've been quite weak. Uh, Nick, been playing anything interesting? Uh, a few things for once. Mm. Um, so I don't think I've talked about this yet on the cast, but um, just before Christmas, um, I picked up the Resident Evil Two remake. Oh, oh yeah, nice. Um, and I installed it and sort of booted it up to see that it'd work, and then I'm sort of like I will come back to this at some point in the future. And I I've come I've gone back to it in the last couple of weeks. Um, now enough to sort of sort of talk a little bit about, and that is I. So I should probably say my Resident Evil experience is not very vast. Um, I had four back in the day on the GameCube. Um, so four was my first Resident Evil. Um, and then I played the Resident Evil 7 demo, uh, the house demo in VR, and that was my sort of next experience of playing anything Resident Evil-like. Um, and I know Adam um, goes on about Resident Evil 7. It's like, his, I think it was his game of the year when it came out, and it always mm. says how amazing it was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I picked up the Resident Evil 2 remake, and do you know what? That is a damn good game so far and it's probably the scariest game i've played in many a years uh probably the scariest game i've played since outlast um Ooh. yeah like mm. there there were times that it's it's the good kind of horror as mm. well it's not just cheap jump scares it's genuinely um sort of uh, there was there was a, a section where i was sort of just walking along um the top like a top balcony and i just completely fell through but it was sort of there was nothing which said i was going to fall through it was obviously scripted it was going to happen but i just fell through into sort of a pit of zombies Mm -hmm. uh down below um which i'd been avoiding (laughs) essentially um and it's just there's there's a few other things as well where you you just hear noises behind you and you sort of turn around and you're looking around it's like 
there's nothing quite here, but I heard a noise. I heard a zombie somewhere. Um, but yeah, so far, really enjoying it. Um, I'm not sure how true it is to the original game. From what I hear, it's quite true. Um, it's very pretty. Very, very, very pretty. Um, and yeah, it's just really good. I would say, Mark, you. I would say you'd, you have to play it, but you just you can't do the, the scary games. No, I mean, I played Resident Evil 2, uh, or I played the first four uh, back in the day and thoroughly enjoyed them. Um, I was one of the people who really enjoyed Resident Evil 3, uh, the original version, which uh, apparently is not the case with most people. It wasn't particularly <laughs> well liked. Um, Resident Evil 4 loved. Resident Evil 5 is where it all dropped off. It just became bad. Mm. Um six was bad uh and then seven supposed to be amazing but at, by that point i had taken I, i'd played enough or tried to play enough first person survival horror games to know that they scare the shit out of me um <clears throat> and i'm just not comfortable playing them mm. i but will I say thought that playing resident evil 2 and 3 <clears throat> remake might be all right because they're third person survival horror so hearing you say that it's the scariest thing since you've played since outlast has made me think maybe not so there is quite early well a few hours in there is a puzzle where um you have to get a door open like an electrically sealed door open right uh yeah. by switching some switches around to get um there's like two um meters that you need to fill to the right level of electricity to open this door and when okay. you finally get that open it kind of the lock goes and there's a little animation of the door opening and you turn around and you realize that on the way to the room that you do this little puzzle in, um, mm. there were a load of cages with do- with like zombie dogs in. Oh, good. And you realize that, that by solving the puzzle and unlocking the door, you've also unlocked these cages of dogs. So now you have ravenous dogs and you don't re- quite realize that until you open the door to go out of the room that you've just done that puzzle for and there are just like three ravenous dogs waiting for you and <laughs> it just it that was an incredibly scary moment. Uh, I think I was watching your stream at the same time as well, so uh I I had kind of like Sherlock Holmes on one screen and <laughs> you trying to solve nice puzzles and then I was just being shit scared by these dogs. And it, yeah, yeah, incredibly, incredibly scary game. But the atmosphere is brilliant. I'm really enjoying the puzzles. The level design is great. It's mm. it feels like a really, really well put together game. Um, so yeah, I yeah, so far, re- really highly recommend it. Yeah, just not for me. No, <laughs> unfortunately. Maybe watch a stream of like the first couple of hours and see how how you feel about it. Well, I watched a bunch of um, uh, Giant Bomb. Uh, East lot playing it because um, Abby was was playing it with Vinny laughing at her. And she got <laughs> terrified, and that was really, those those videos were good. So I, I know what what it what, enough of what it is. Um, <clears throat> you could disassociate on a Twitch remember, stream, right? But pl- actually playing it yeah, yourself, yeah. there's a there's a different actually level of playing it. Exactly, especially if it's like there's no one else in the room, I'll just end up soiling myself. Um, but I don't remember in the original Resident Evil 2 there being the Nemesis equivalent character that's constantly like chasing you through the game. Mm. You see, what worries me is I think this game is terrifying already. I haven't even met that guy yet. 
Oh, really? <laughs> you can shoot his hat off. It's quite funny. <laughs> I'll remember that for when he's scaring me. I'll just shoot his hat <laughs> off. But yeah, I haven't met anything like that uh, okay. yet. So I think it's going to go up a level again of yeah. terrifyingness. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm decent with the horror. I do like I get scared, but I, it's more I just jump and scream a bit and then carry on. Um, it's not like I have to turn things off apart from Outlast. That was an exception. Yeah, Outlast uh, did me in. Um, Alien Isolation did. Um, I can see that, yeah. I tried to play... Um, oh, God, I can't remember what it's called. Soma. Mm. Uh, and again, that was just a bit too much for me. I just couldn't deal with the the impending even even before like you come across any any nasties um just like this the just the sense of dread do you know what game was do you know what game that? like plays that the sense of dread and the atmosphere so well and it's not it never has any horror beats whatsoever it's gone home all oh, right okay yeah yes See, i yeah. never that, that is i first home. i first walked into that um that house and you hear like the floorboards creaking and there's a thunderstorm mm-hmm. going on. And it's it's an empty house and you just think there's going to be a lot of jump scares and I'm going to be this is going to be a terrifying game. And I kind of halfway through playing it, I forgot about I was scared. But then every now and then it'd just be like I'm I'm waiting for it. It's going to happen at some point, and it never did, yep. which was a lovely that- surprise. But it kept that suspense of oh something might be happening here. Now see, I mm. had, I had the other way of doing it, which is I came home and I thought. Oh, right. And I was just sort of wandering around the house looking at stuff. And then I happened upon the bathroom with all the red, like, liquid in it. And I thought, oh, no. Yeah. And then, like, obviously, the way that story set up, you kind of think, oh, no, something horrendous gone on. You know, has there been a suicide, mm. whatever? And then it just completely subverts that as well. And it's mm. not at all. And it's just you reading way too much into it but yeah no i never had the kind of sense of impending dread there were a few definitely a few moments in that but, game yeah it was just more of a like con- more, more concern yeah, yeah. There, there were definitely a few moments in that game where i felt a little bit on edge um but uh mm. yeah i can see what you mean yeah going into the basement is is um yeah. i think the only nice sort of again. quote unquote survival horror game uh, i've got it's like a serious interest in playing is duskers do you know that one? It's the one where you're like typing awkward computer yep. code into control, like these little drones that are moving through a ship that's got aliens or something on it. Um, that sounds exactly my jam. Yeah, I've had a. Yeah, basically, <laughs> you're just controlling these drones by like typing like into, a, into an old computer terminal, sort of thing, and you're controlling them and moving them around, and you can see like them on the map and and whatnot. And, there's some nasty on the ship that you're moving it through, and so it's like it's like a horror game, but you're like one level removed. If if, if you yeah. know what I mean, um, yeah, Five Guys, Five Nights at Freddy type style, but with, instead of being able to see the cameras, all you can see, is yeah, the yeah, essentially, you, you get like a little radar by the looks of it. Yeah, um, I've had a, a number of people recommend yeah. that game to me, um, uh, especially after. There's a bit yes, of like observation yes. as well. Um, I, I, observation? I, I, a number of people recommend it. I check it out after having played Observation. Yeah. Um, mm. So that one I need to see. Actually, I'm on the, the Steam store. I was just going to say I've literally just added it to my <laughs> wish list. That's Fifteen it. pounds. I'll add it to my along wish with list. Observation. Nice. <clears throat> 
Oh, you got you got to play that, Nick. I'd mm. love to see your take on that. It's a stream. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's there's another one. Um, because, um, there was another one from a few years ago about like typing code. I can't remember what it was called. Something about heart. Heartbreak. Yeah, it was a hacking game, wasn't it? I can't remember. I know, I know there was. I know there's one that basically like you literally had to like else heartbreak commands and stuff. And I think there's been a few of those like. Yeah. Um, hackery type games as well there was the one what was the name of the studio that made like darwinia and defcon oh the defcon guys yeah um, they make prison architect they do yeah, yeah. inversion soft or something um i can't remember but they made a they made a hacking game um that was really yes good. they did uplink uplink I yes believe. yes uplink. that was a very good game that was damn good yeah that's the one i'm thinking um, of but there's been a number in recent years as well, haven't yeah. there? Been like um, games where you are basically a hacker and you, uh, mm. to some to greater effect than others. Um, I used to play a, um, I used to play an online sort of MMO almost, uh, where you were a hacker and you got contracts and you had to sort of hack into other terminals um, and stuff. But it was. You had there were other people as well, so you had to like delete your logs and stuff and, and things, and other people could find out who you were and hack you. Yeah, it was obviously all it was not mm. actually real hacking, obviously, but it felt it almost felt like that. It was no. very uh hackers film sort of thing. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool back then. I can't remember the name of it, but it you just mashed a keyboard and it. <laughs> It hacks Hack the planet. Door, yeah, always. this is um, one of the ones that Vinny yeah. from Giant Bomb used to go on uh, quite a lot about. Uh, Hacknet. Uh, Hacknet is an immersive, I think I've got uh, that terminal-based hacking simulator for PC. Dive down a rabbit hole as you follow the instructions of a recently uh, deceased hacker whose death may not have been the accident the media reports. Ooh. It looks maybe a little bit beyond my abilities, but uh, I don't know. I've, I've always quite liked that sort of game. Yeah, no. Um, anyway, we've gone off quite a bit of a tangent from Re- Resident <laughs> Evil 2. Resident Evil to Hacknet. <laughs> um, what else have you been playing then? Uh, so the, the other thing that I've mostly been playing is uh, Nino Kuni, oh, uh, yes. Wrath of the White Witch, yeah, whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah, I've been playing that as well. Yes. Nice. Excellent. Uh, so you've played it before, haven't you? Oh. Is it? It's not Rod Gilbert, is it? It's not, no, no. Okay, it's just a Welsh no. guy. It's not. It's a guy basically doing a Rod yeah, Gilbert yeah. impression from what it, from all the interviews and stuff. Yeah. He's basically just yeah ripped it off. Wholesome. But yeah, um, but yeah. wow. Uh, what what can I even say about this game? Um, that y- what I will say is like literally content warning for the first ten minutes of the story. Mm-hmm. That is a hard hitting ten minutes yeah. to start <laughs> a nice sort of yes, Ghibli game with sort of thing um i was expecting something nice and wholesome and what i got was not that well you say that but there's a lot of dark and messed up stuff in a lot of ghibli films even the ones that are aimed more at the children like my neighbor totoro and stuff like that there's like there's some upsetting (laughs) things look at is it Spirit in yeah. the Way and the parents? Of, yeah, they get turned into pigs, don't like they? Yeah. You know, house moving castle. Yeah, all of them have had um, quite serious, quite adult, and sometimes quite upsetting themes in them, in some mm. some way or other. Um, yeah, I mean, it was I, very I much akin to sort of the, like, the the first ten minutes of Up. But when you get well, like, like, yeah, when you get into the realms of like this is all possibly the 
you know, the trauma inside the head of a small boy who's, you know, yeah. when died. they when they give you that you know. in the first ten minutes, mm. it's just like, yeah. oh, okay, I was not <laughs> expecting this. <laughs> yeah. oh, right, this is where we're going, and then it gets undercut by Drippy going, "Come on, man, pull your yeah. I love Drippy that. I post a little Drippy, clip mate. of that up on Twitter. Right, that's- it's like he spends the first like half an hour of that game relentlessly like, bullying you're, you're a child massively- who just lost his mother by calling him cry <laughs> cry baby bunting all the time yeah it's amazing though yeah, it is proper funny you just think that's not helping drippy mate i'm not i'm not being funny this boy's gonna have to be in therapy for like ever now it's just not helping his like mental health situation yeah. uh, it really isn't yeah it's not but i uh, it's it's i'm i'm really enjoying what i'm playing so mm. far uh anyway uh it's essentially um I don't even know what to kind of call it. It's quite... Um, it's Pokemon with a story. It's an active battle almost. system, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, but that's it's, only yeah. I was on expecting... The side, like the Pokemon. It stuff, is, yeah. It? That's just like a side activity, really. Mm. You don't it is, do yeah. But like, obviously you have like your familiars, which are kind of like your Pokemon. Um, and you... Yeah, it's essentially... Like yeah, active battle system is is probably the best thing. I've not really played many games that are like that. Mm. I was I was going into the game. I was from the screenshots. Zen, the Blade games are a bit like that. From the screenshots I saw on Steam, I was expecting it to be turn based, but it isn't. Uh, to a degree, obviously, you've got yeah. like you can only you you say you're going to attack, and then it's that's sort of like five seconds. It does the attacking, and then yeah. you've got to do it again and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can't do the same. Um, action again for another five seconds after that's finished sort of thing um, so yeah that's kind of the battle system um, but it's just it's just a really n- nicely put together um, very story driven uh, game and the, the story and the writing seem really nice mm. uh, at the moment um, it's just a lovely fantasy world to sort of dive into um, and, and explore Um the overworld is quite interesting as well. Uh, sort of the way it um, you so you have sort of towns and settlements that you uh, kind of have your normal. You're walking around in third person as you'd expect in in most games, but then you sort of leave the town and go and travel between them, mm. and it goes through kind of like an overworld map where there are sort of enemies floating around that spot you and try and attack you, basically. Um, and you've just got to fend them off and stuff. Um, so yeah, um, so far, nice, nice game. I I absolutely love it. I mean, that, that game basically excels mm. through its writing mm. and its just yeah. sense of yeah fun. Like again, like it, it goes dark and depressing at the start, but actually, like as you, as you're progressing through the game and the interaction between you know the main character and every, whoever he's um, dealing with at the time is just so well written, so well realised, and you just think it's it's a joy yeah. to watch. And it, it deals and, um, with quite a yeah, lot. That's, that's the bit that's dragging me it through. It deals with a lot of quite sensitive subjects so far, at least. Anyway, obviously you've got like a child that's mm. lost his mother um, and sort of the everything that comes from that, but then it also sort of, um, in its own silly way, um, it kind of talks about one of the first missions is uh, in this other world. You've got uh, like a cat who's lost his mojo, essentially, mm. and essentially like there's there's a depressed cat yeah. who doesn't want to do anything and he just wants to mope around all day eating. And you've got to kind of give him the courage or the strength to kind of like pick himself up and and carry on with his day, uh, sort of thing. So, it, but in that kind mm. of special magical Ghibli way. 
there is some other stuff as well that like it yeah, doesn't nice. outright say but it kind of hints at um so like certain characters one of the main things you're doing in the, throughout the game is the sort of restoring bits of people's hearts that have been stolen uh, mm. by the the uh, antagonist this yeah. wizard called Shadar um and everyone in this world has an sort of mirror equivalent back in the real world. Mm. Uh, and every now and then you'll have to go back and find the person's counterpart in the real world to find out what's wrong with them just to fix the person in the Nino Kuni world. And some of the issues that you come across back in the real world, it, there's some stuff it hints at, like domestic abuse and stuff like that. Um, it's quite heavy subject yeah. matter, but it doesn't... It doesn't, you know, doesn't belabor it, but also like, it doesn't. Sort of makes it, it doesn't spell it, it out at the same time. If you know what I mean, because it's still a game that's supposed mm. to be played by kids, but it's like a Ghibli film in that it can be enjoyed by all ages and has material for all ages, and it's just it's just the way that everything is handled in it is as expert as you would expect in a in a Ghibli film. Um, the artwork is fantastic, and oh, mm. that soundtrack. I love it. I absolutely love that soundtrack. It's um, yeah, yeah, Joe Hisashi who's done the music for most of the, if not all of the Studio Ghibli films. And yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you've reached the Village of the Fairies yet, Nick? No, I don't think I have. Oh, That's the Village of Fairies? It. You're going to love it. It's where yeah, Drippy comes from. Oh, nice. Yeah. And yeah. it's so good. And there's like there's an amazing piece of music in that uh, in that section. And then there's like another place you go to, and there's like a kiddie version of that piece of music. It's all played on like recorders, and it's slightly off key. And oh, it's it's just man, I can't wait for you to get to that yeah, bit. There's so many little touches yeah. in. There, Love yeah. it. Love that yeah. game. Um, sequel pretty good as well. I need to crack well. on and play the second one as well. It's good. Yeah, yeah it's good. good. Sequels are different, very different yes, game. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, from what I've played at the start of it, but yeah, I'll need to crack on with it. There's that. none of the Pokemon stuff in the second. It's more, uh, the combat's more like uh, action based. Like, you know, you, you've got different attacks mapped to different face buttons and you, um, there's no timers yeah. on your attacks or anything like that. Uh, but then they put in like a whole kingdom base building mini game um, in it as well. Yeah. Dead good. Dead good. I'm really interested to see where that series goes. Mm. Uh, nice. Yeah. Um, anything else, Nick? Uh, nothing massively, to be fair. Uh, obviously, a bit of racing. Um, <laughs> I've been dipping my toes back into Disco Elysium. Um, mm, it's yeah. one of those games I just go back every now and then nice. and load up a random save and just do a few things differently just and just enjoy. see. That world is... I just love being in it yeah. and finding all the... I don't... Uh, Man, we need to. I need to get you two to play that game so we can have like a spoiler cast or something. Because yeah, I need to. I need to crack on oh. that. To be fair, because I know I started streaming it, but I I need to play that off stream. Yeah, I can't. No, no, I, I get that. Just because it's it's not that cut. It's not got the energy. It's it on were. my but wish yeah, list. I desperately need to go back. And yeah, crack on. But it. I, some of the so, things that you get up to so or you can get up to are just absolutely insane. Um, yeah, I, mm. I just really like being that stupid crazy cop um yeah that's pretty much it other than like <laughs> say racing and trying to open enough ports to make a seto yeah. corsa server run for chassis for me for me well shall we um for us 
Well, on, sorry, on your on your network. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's talk about let's talk about motor motorsport minute. Um, so, uh, well, first of all, F one twenty twenty. We had another race last weekend uh, in uh, Mexico, um, and it was a pretty good race if i remember correctly it was it's been it's been a whole week since then. um did you win that one Nick? no matt did matt did. you came right, second okay. I, I came third came... because my wheel didn't work at the start oh, oh i had the I, I, clutch issue didn't you overtake me though yes no, i'm sure i did I came third oh no yes you're right i came second you, you got my weird ghost wheel yeah, issues yeah. yeah i thought so yeah Normally, me has the wheel issue. Uh, yeah, it's the same that's happened to Matt at Silverstone. Uh, essentially, when you're going off the line, uh, the clutch doesn't engage, and you have to like yeah. uh, you stranded, on, you're stranded the on the line. What Matt did manage to re- remember and tell me is that if you go into the start menu and then back out, it kind of does the start for you, so you can actually at least carry on the race, and you're nice. not just disqualified. Is in multiplayer when you hit the start right. button, it goes into auto drive. Yes, that's the one. And so if you're still on the line and you start in goes auto drive, it'll just pull away from the line for you. And, but it's weird that that's happened. I, I haven't had it happen to me yeah. yet, but I'm bracing for it. We've got happen. two races left. This evening. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the only other um, motorsport game I think we've all played is we tried uh, for a while on um, Thursday to get a session going on um, Set of Corsa Competizione on PC. Um, we none of us had played. I, I think I was yeah. the only one of us who got it on PS4, and I hadn't tried playing it in multiplayer on PS4. Uh, and so we thought we'd jump in to play it on PC. There are public lobbies, but we're new to the game, so let's set up a private lobby to play that. And then this is where my understanding of what happened ends. So, <laughs> Nick, so what, essentially, explain you on the PC. <laughs> so mark. effectively, well, welcome to the world of PCs. It's not really the world yeah. of PCs. Yeah. Essentially. Um, Assetto Corsa, the developers obviously don't want to like have a load of servers that they are maintaining and paying for. So if you want a server, you have to run the server executable uh, yourself and host, host it on your machine somewhere. The problem with this is that the tools that they have made to facilitate this aren't very user-friendly. Um, in fact, actually, this dedicated server you get is just a command line application it's actually yeah. chazzy found a gui didn't you chazzy to to sort of yeah change the config Overlay settings and yeah then and, yeah. wraps it but it also it doesn't open any do any of the ports or port forwarding for you so um essentially via discord on yeah, the screen sharing i had to kind of I explain to you on my machine yeah, I had, to kind of ex- I had a server on my machine that wasn't going out of the building. Mm. So then Nick had to like do his networky thing <laughs> and like sort of <laughs> basically talk me through it like some kind of network engineer. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then even that didn't work and get out to the internet until you had the bright idea of um, what was that piece of software? There's a piece of software that essentially we could set up our own VPN. So Log like me in Hamachi. It took me right back yeah, to like it, playing right? Minecraft in 2009. Jesus. <laughs> so essentially, we set up our own LAN with our own dedicated server, so we could race against each other. Which I am still connected to. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hi. Was I supposed to disconnect no, from that? I think I. I thought yeah. I shut it down. To be fair. Okay. Oh well. I, I'm, I'm now offline. Fair enough. 
there you go so yeah but yeah so um yeah that was fun that was that was a fun hour and a half yeah it was basically an hour and a half of me and chazzy playing with that and mark being like i don't know what's going on you know why you pay for ps plus and xbox live i don't even know if there's private lobbies on the ps on the playstation version to be honest mate i haven't i didn't even bother looking at it i I was just playing the (laughs) the campaign stuff um yeah. But, oh man, it's just... But once we're bit, in, fiddly. we'll get our head around it, because it, yeah. it was kept throwing up weird errors, like... Well, you we say once we swap. got in, um, but th- yeah, I was going to say, well, like, once, once, we, once we got in, even then it wasn't plain sailing, because we hadn't set the settings up right, <laughs> so we were getting penalties every single lap for it, for exceeding the driver stint time, Oops. and even though we hadn't set it up to have multiple drivers per team or anything like that... Um, I spent more time in the pits serving stop go penalties than I think I did racing, but we'll iron that setting. I did out. enjoy though when we d- yeah. we all collectively decided to just ignore all the penalty yeah. and the warnings, and then we were <laughs> then driving we down the pit straight, the the finish straight, and it just teleported us to the pits and disqualified us. I was like, oh, yeah, kicked you well. out of the game, yeah. Yeah, so we need to figure Lovely. out those settings. Um, which is but it, it feels it, incredible it'd be great I am oh my god feels so good yes um, the yeah. actual racing it's it's yeah it's cracking love it love it can you so depend so as you're the only one who has this knowledge like how does it differ or how does it feel like it differs between the PC and the and the PlayStation you've been well, the PlayStation, on the wheel on both right uh, yeah I mean the, the PlayStation version uh, originally ran at 30 I think um, and had yeah. visuals that were on a par with say project cars um, yeah. <clears throat> and then um, they had to patch it to bring it up to 60 frames a second which it roughly keeps to um, but then had to, uh, in turn had to make the, the visuals turn down um, and so it looked a bit worse than project cars does on PS4 um, the driving was fine. Um, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It, it feels like there was a slightly more feedback and I had slightly more control playing it on PC than I did on um, on PS4, even though I was driving exactly the same car on exactly the same wheel with exactly the same settings. And I don't know whether the, that's the fact that I'm running, it's running at literally like 140 frames a second compared to like yeah. nearly 60. Just polling more information through the wheel sort of thing. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, the main difference is that the PlayStation version uh, has a little bit of a bug where if you've got too many friends on your friends list, uh, sometimes it'll just crash the blue screen at the end of an event. Um, and I tried to <laughs> fix that by purging my friends list on PSN to get it under 100. And I was still having that problem. Um, I basically, for a while when I was playing it, I had to like, before I load it up, I'd have to go into the network settings of the PlayStation and tell it to not be connected what, to the internet. And if then as long as I was offline... their name. Oh, I've changed my name. Yes, I wonder if it's that. But if I, yeah. if I disconnected from the internet, it works fine. But um, yeah. Um, but it, anyway, it doesn't, doesn't matter anymore because I'm not going to be playing it on, uh, on PS4. Again, so I can throw the disc at them. I might, no, I'll, I'll give it to someone. <laughs> I'll give it away. <laughs> um, yeah. Once we actually got into racing, it's 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 a 
dead good game and I'm really looking forward to actually getting some proper track time down without yeah. constant penalties and then maybe we can when we feel a little bit more comfortable jump into public lobbies and get our asses handed to us by definitely the type of sicko that plays those games online um <laughs> It feels like yeah. it feels like when you used to go to the park with a football when you were like ten, <laughs> and then all the big kids would turn up and say, "Do you want a game?" Yeah, that's that's what I feel like at the moment. Like that, just getting absolutely annihilated. <laughs> but yeah. Um, anyone else got any other multi uh, any uh, motorsport games to played over the last uh, week at all? Nope. No. no. Um, Not oh, I, I I forgot to mention the other week. I um, I have as much and as much as you can do. Uh, finished Motorsport Manager 3 uh, or Motorsport Manager yeah. on the Switch, whichever one is equivalent of Motorsport Manager 3 on iOS and whatnot. Um, I reached the the sort of equivalent of the F of Formula 1, um, won the Drivers and the Constructors Championship, and I was like, I think I've done enough of that now. Uh, <laughs> and then had a look at how long I'd played that game for and nearly had a heart attack. I played a lot of that game, uh, triple mm. digits. A lot of that game in terms of hours um but yeah really really good um nice. and i've got the the proper motorsport manager on my wish list on steam so i'll play that at some point but um yeah no other racing games unless you count truck simulator but no we don't um so i'd run down what i've been playing then <clears throat> do it um <laughs> okay so just a just a quick rundown of what's what's happened i built a pc or more correctly, uh, a friend of mine from IT at my work came over and did all the important bits of building the PC, and I did all the stuff that I felt I, with a dum dum like me could handle, like plugging the RAM into the motherboard and screwing on the case fans, <laughs> all the non um, yeah. fuck up, all the stuff that's like the non putting the processor up. in and crying. <clears throat> yes, <laughs> type situations. Um, so we built a PC. Um, Took it upstairs, plugged it in, everything, turned it on, it posted. Great. Install Windows, no problem. Great. Uh, run a stress test on the CPU, works fine, no problem at all. Run a stress test on the GPU, gets real noisy. Um, I figured, well, it's just because it's pushing the GPU as hard as it'll go. Um, did a bit more investigation, find out that as soon as the graphics card is put under any sort of load whatsoever, one of the three fans would spin up to maximum RPM and then not stop. Even when it was uh, when even when it was doing nothing, even when uh, it was like 30 degrees running at idle, um, one fan was running at full tilt all the time. Couldn't be controlled by any of the software, um, like the inbuilt software or MSI Afterburner, changing the, the fan curves, everything. Nothing could be changed. All you could literally do was turn the computer off turn it back on again and then it would be quiet until the first time it was under any sort of minimum load and then boom on again um one of the fans works fine and the third fan just did not spin at all no matter what we threw at it just the, that fan wouldn't spin at all had its problem for a few days we tried everything stripped out all the firmware stripped put the firmware back in did like three times took it out of the the pcie slot and reseated it same problem Put it in the other PCIe slot, same problem. Put it back. Uh, took out the power cables and put other power cables in from the PSU. Um, nothing. Nothing worked at all. I thought, fuck it. I'm going to have to send this back. 
which considering it took them three months to send it to me in the first place, I really did not want to have to do because I, without the graphics card, the computer is a very expensive paperweight. Um, can't really do anything, to be honest, or anything that I want to do on a PC. Um, so I sent an email over to Scan saying, oh, I need to send this back. In, and then I thought, in the meantime, right, I'm going to play a few games that I've got on here. So I loaded up. I'd already played like Destiny 2 and a few other games, and they were running at like 1440p ultra settings, but like running comfortably between 120 and 144 frames a second. No problem at all. So it wasn't a performance issue. It was just one fan was screaming at me all the time. One fan was working fine, and one fan just wouldn't turn on. And then I load up a set of Corsa, and I plug my steering wheel in, and it installs the drivers for my steering wheel, and bang, out of nowhere, the all three fans on the graphics card start working fine. <laughs> and nobody can explain how the fuck that happened, or what would cause that to happen. N none of it makes any sense. Like It didn't make any sense why it wasn't working in the first place. Mm. It makes even less sense why installing the drivers for a steering wheel would fix it. But yeah. this is the world Whatever of PCs, done. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's in the extreme, the world of PCs, but yeah, things yeah. like that are known to happen. Or like, yeah. um, perhaps my steering wheel is just blessed yeah and that's the answer to it but i mean that is an option that could be it um so yeah that was interesting welcome to the world of pc gaming um uh but yeah since then uh i've just kind of been in a bit of a wonderland because i've suddenly got all these games i mean i've I played like a bunch of stuff that i've got on um ps4 anyway but obviously i can just play them much nicer settings much um higher frame rate and with the keyboard and mouse like destiny 2 final fantasy 14 it was incredible on pc as well um dabbled in some stuff that's really pushed this the my system to the maximum like 2010's total war shogun 2 um nice which kicked the <laughs> kicked the ass of my old pc the last one i built like 12 years ago um shogun 2 kind of kicked it about a bit because that game was quite um resource hungry back then but now it kind of looks a bit shit mm. um and kerbal space program uh another nice. very demanding game um no no i've been i've been um dabbling in a few little bits and pieces i played about an hour of uh control just to see what that was like uh with the ray tracing turned on and oh my god it's pretty um um flight simulator which i, I knew i finally like, i thought we got like a decent build like a good pc here but when i installed flight simulator and turned it on and it ran the, the initial um settings uh and it said based on your hardware we're recommending ultra settings and i was like oh my god thank you um because that game's <laughs> that game's a, a little bit um it's like the new crisis for will a PC run? Yeah, it's not it is, yeah. It's flight simulator. Yeah. Um, that game's really fucking good, uh, and I am terrible yeah. at it. Um, I've run <laughs> through the um, a few of the tutorials. I can fly if it's already in the air. I can just about do a smooth takeoff. My landings are not good. I haven't crashed yet, um, but my instructor is not but happy heavy. with. 
oh god yeah real bad <laughs> real <laughs> real bad i come in like i come in too shallow and then have to like dip down too much and then pull up at the last second and the wheels just slam into the runway and it just nothing about it feels good um so i've got to work out how to get a little bit better at that um i played a little bit of american truck simulator uh, which i picked up for nice. six pounds for the the complete edition i think or it's the version nice. i think i'm missing one of the yeah. dlcs for like oregon um but it's got like california nevada new mexico other bits and pieces yeah. it's a big old fucking map um and that game's real relaxing i played a bit of that the other day and it's just nice to like go through the jobs that are available find the one with the longest route and then just yeah. stick on the the in, one of the inbuilt radio stations and just go for a nice drive i thoroughly um, recommend just banging on the 80 station and then just yeah. like you know roachford's cuddly toy as you're hammering at like yeah 70 down mm. some highway somewhere great although i did find that like not all of the lorries have got um traction control uh, traction control uh, otherwise i've got cruise control um <laughs> no. and if you haven't got cruise control then yeah it can get real tiring on the old right foot uh after mm. a while but um yeah that now imagine that, doing that, that entire game blind good. essentially with because you can't see the keyboard uh, yeah yeah you can map it to your wheel um, that's what I've done. So I've, I've mapped a lot of it to the wheel, but then there's stuff yeah. like hook and unhook and like you know stuff like that. Like I've got lights and wipers yeah. and all the kind of stuff you'd expect. But then when it's you, like, oh no, you have to like sort yeah. of like feel gently around the keyboard for the right shaped key. That's it. <laughs> Mash. You need Mash a white. You need to find the right one. You need a braille keyboard. <laughs> that's um, it, man. Uh, what have you been playing? Civilization Six, which I played a, a ton of on iPad, but it's nice to play like the full fat version on the PC with all the nice, like fully animated uh, icons and and ca uh, characters and whatnot, and all the extra DLC. Um, my other half has played a, an inordinate amount of Planet Zoo, um, which she picked Yay. up uh, when it was on sale, and she really really likes that game. Um, it does look pretty good, to be fair. Um, so we need to teach me how to play that game. It's it's looks tough, um, but like yeah, yeah. She's she spent, um, I don't know. She must have spent like six hours playing it today in sandbox wow. mode, and she's got a little tiny zoo with like four exhibits in it because she's been going real deep on like the uh, all like the setting little up systems all the wiring and all, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of systems in there. Um, but uh, yeah I've just been sort of like dabbling in lots and lots of little bits of games I've got a bunch of stuff here downloaded from Game Pass because um, I've got access to all the PC stuff now and my yeah my my cup runneth over I've got what have I got installed here um, Man of Medan uh, Wilmot's Warehouse um, Astrologaster Among Us Spiritfarer Wasteland 3, Flight Simulator, um, Frostpunk, um, nice. PSO2, Code Vein, River City Girls, which I've wanted to play for ages. Have you ever played mm. uh, River City Ransom? The old um, I've never SNES, played it, but I've was watched it a NES lot of game? Um, NES, yeah. Was it an NES game? I can't remember. It's can't old. Remember. Yeah, it's I like a... I've, I've watched a lot of it on Games Done Quick. 
Yeah, it's like a side-scrolling beat 'em up game. You play a couple of guys who've got to rescue their girlfriends. And River City Girls is the Arc System Works sequel to River City Ransom, where you play the girls who have to rescue their boyfriends. And it's like um, like a Scott Pilgrim style side-scrolling, or Streets of Rage, probably a better um, comparison. Um, side-scrolling beat 'em up game with a fucking banging soundtrack. Um, yeah, and Scott Pilgrim, that new so. Scott Pilgrim's um, based on that as well. Yeah, um, so yeah. I really want to looking forward to that. Uh, Europa Universalis 4, which is another <laughs> Civ-like game, which I downloaded off Game Pass, and I don't know if I will get into it because uh, who has the time um, to play more than one of those sort of games? Um, Control, I should mention. Hypnospace Outlaw, which I've wanted to play for ages. Um, it's yeah, on Xbox as well. Um, but I figured because the whole thing exists within um, web 1.0 style browsers and, and web pages and stuff like that, uh, that's one I wanted to play with the keyboard and mouse. And that's, I'm going to play that one on stream, I think. Um, nice one, man. Good man. Um, uh, yeah, I've, I'm, yeah, I'm going to play that next. Uh, once I've finished uh, playing through Sherlock Holmes, I've got one more episode of that to do, uh, which will be tonight as you listen to this. Um, and then next week I'm going to play through uh, a little game called uh, Political Animals, which is like a strategy game where you basically uh, uh, try to win an election. Um, and <laughs> right. it seems like the sort of... I played a little bit of Ejex a few years ago. Mm. Uh, and it seemed really cool. And so I'm going to play through that's my next stream game. And then I think, oh, yeah, I'll play Hypnospace Outlaw. Um, what else we got? Subnautica, Gears Tactics, and Train yeah. Sim World 2020. Um, that's not <laughs> even, and that's not including the stuff that I've downloaded from like Battle.net and um, Epic Game Store and whatnot. Like I've got more games than I know what to do with at the moment. And I'm really happy to finally be a PC gamer again. Nice. Yeah, it's, um, yeah it, it is my platform of choice at the moment, I've got to say. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just thoroughly enjoying just loading up whatever service I can find and then just going, right, what's on here? All right, I'm going to play that. You know, so yeah. Yeah. The only problem is I, I, I picked up Subnautical the other day because I was enjoying it on Game Pass and like that's something yeah. I really want to get back into. It seems yeah, really decent, like yeah. Um, I didn't. It just didn't really run particularly well on Xbox when I played it, so I'm. I'm. I'm yeah. have to play it on slightly beefier system. Uh, I, and tried it, I tried as it well. in my VR system. Oh, I tried it on mm, on the Quest, no. but unfortunately, they haven't supported the um, VR very well, so it cuts right. out all the cutscenes. Yeah, and it's not proper hand controls, so you haven't got the right. you haven't got two hands. So yeah, there's a no. lot of it that just doesn't work, and it's just. It made me feel a bit. Mm. Basically, it just didn't. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel like you were in control of anything. It just no. felt like you had camera control on your head, and that was it. So um, yeah, I'm going to go back to playing that normal style. I think. Yeah, probably a good idea. Um, I intend to get myself an Oculus Quest two at some point. Um, maybe the next time they're on sale. I don't know. Oh. Might might not be until like. Um, Black Friday this year or something. I, I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how long I hold out and not picking one of those up. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I've just at the moment I I haven't really settled down and played anything for any particular length of time. I've just sort of been, you know, basking in the glow of PC gaming, <laughs> and dabbling in this, that, and the other, and whatnot. Um, 
and really really enjoying it uh one little thing i did play earlier is i played um a little bit um enough to get just a taste of it of the outriders demo uh yes people people can fly um who did um they did bulletstorm bulletstorm yeah but they also did something before that they didn't do that gears game gears that no one remembers Gears Judgment, yeah. Um, so never remembers that. Bulletstorm was actually quite good. I really enjoyed that. I played a bunch of that with um, with uh, Justin from uh, Last Save Loaded, and it got a, a it, it got one trick, but it did that one trick really mm. well. And the multiplayer was really yeah. interesting. Um, really, really fun multiplayer. Um, Outriders is it's like it's them, uh, and it's being published by uh, Squeenix, and it's their multiplayer open world shared world loot shooter stop me if this sounds familiar destiny anthem alike yeah um but it's also a third person cover shooter like the division um but on an alien planet um you're basically the earth's been destroyed by whatever and you're on an arc and you land on this alien planet and you land on this third person cover shooter looter shooter um Mm. it's really unremarkable Mm. um quite disappointingly so considering i thought that it's it's another it's just gonna be another one of those games but i thought it'll have something interesting about it because people can fly's last game had one interesting thing about it it doesn't at all it's just a uh, the the alien planet itself and the aliens that have come across so far have been really uninspired. It's like oh, there's these aliens that are like it just, they just look like stags, but they've got blue horns instead of brown horns. Um, right. There's nothing particularly interesting about it at all. The shooting is fine, um, but it doesn't feel as good as like the division does. Um, the voice acting is truly awful. Uh, and I just don't see, I don't see the why it exists. That's probably a really harsh right. thing to say, but I don't understand what its purpose is. Uh, apart from does this feel like someone trying to put a foot in that space? Yeah, if yeah, absolutely. But it, it feels like Square Enix trying to put a foot in that space. That's I, what I mean. I don't yeah, imagine like giving, it, giving it a thing. test, tone of water, and yeah, so it yes, all pans out. But because that worked yeah. out so well for um, uh, the Avengers game yeah, yeah or Anthem. wasn't that square as well uh that was, it was wasn't it? yeah that it was, was squeenix yeah. yeah what are they playing yeah. at so they've they've already failed with one live service game and presumably this is one that has been in development for uh you know a, for a good while before the avengers even came out and they thought yeah we'll do two yeah. of them <sighs> yeah i, I mean know. maybe they thought that the avengers license would mm. I think it. Bank. Yeah, I think they probably thought and, that. And then the Outriders is a good test, if that makes sense. As a good fallback, the, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I think the only way this would do any sort of business if it was free to play, and then it had like a bunch of like paid cosmetics and stuff, like uh, Warframe does. Warframe. Warframe's been Warframe's been doing well for years, um, and but but Warframe feels a hell of a lot better to play than Outriders does. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, that was weird um, because a lot of a lot of people I, I, I know who played Destiny were like, "Oh, this Outriders looks quite good. I'm quite interested in that. I might have to check it out." And I, I, I saw footage for it. And it's like I don't get it. 
and then I played it and I get it even less. It just doesn't. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. But um, yeah, I've got a feeling that's another one that's gonna that's just gonna sink without a trace. It's gonna go the way of Avengers and Anthem mm. and whatnot. Ah, poor Anthem. EA finally put two bullets in the back yeah, of it. Yeah, they got killed this week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shame. What a shame. What a shame. I, bought that, I bought that for £5 in a vain hope that they were going to, like, No Man's Sky it and resurrect it. But, but no, weren't they a bit, like, sort of cagey on their, um, their whole kind of, well, we're shutting this down, but, you know, keep your eye out for something else, Anthem. I don't Is that know. Not like the what, I mean, they, they'd not so quietly... Um, moved several key people away from Anthem a while back onto development of, uh, I think, the new Dragon yeah. Age game. Um, right. And then some other people had left a while back as well. I, I don't know what the hell's going on at Bioware anymore. It's all... Dragon Age and the Curse of the Frame Rate. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> another once great studio that's been ground down slowly and surely by, by uh, EA. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't play anything else. Um, I did, however, watch uh, the uh, PlayStation State of Play thing the other night. Did anyone else watch okay. that at all? Uh, no. I watched the end. Did, of I was it. showing my boy a game from it the other day. Was there a, was there a game in it of like a young girl, sort of almost sort of Breath of the Wildy, called Kina or something? Um, I can tell you exactly what it's called because they started advertising it on the Epic Game Store. Because um, I was, my son PC caught a glimpse well. of that on YouTube the other day, and we started watching it, and it was just like, actually, this looks alright for his age. His age. Um, Kina, Bridge of Spirits. Yeah, the art style is like very yeah. kind of um, Disney Pixar sort of yeah um, style, but it it's like yeah, I don't know. That one looked really interesting because um, like. Part of it looks like a almost like I don't know. Like the environment reminds me quite a lot of like Ori and Blind Forest slash Will of the Wisps yeah. sort of thing. Um, but it's all sort of three D. Some of the combat uh, looked like Dark like Souls. And Clank. It looks almost yeah. fably as well. A bit of yeah. that sort of. Yeah, I can't really explain it, but yeah. it's it's moved to an arena, have a fight. Move to another arena, have a fight. You know, in a, mm-hmm. in a, what feels like sort of very open levels. Yeah, but it, it does. It looks anyway, gorgeous. Yeah, it looked really interesting. Um, mm. Yeah, and some of the combat looks genuinely Dark Souls ish. So I don't know. It, it could it, it could be decent um, if it if the gameplay actually feels good. Then I'd be interested in that for sure. Um, there was another one. Like there wasn't a lot of huge stuff in there. I was kind of expecting maybe we'd get a little bit of information about the new God of War or the uh, sequel to. Um, uh, Horizon Zero I mean, Dawn. Is this the COVID lag? Um, like, um, maybe. Like, state of play. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're now now Possibly, starting to see yeah. you know, a slight weird, like, sort of um, bubble of nothing that's not. Yeah, be definitely. Through. A lot of people were saying about the Nintendo one is like, oh, there's not this coming down the line, and we didn't see a really big announcement. It's like, yeah, well. Oh, no, big announcement. Year, You've got Mario Golf coming much. in like three months. Mario yeah, Golf. Mate. No big announcements. <laughs> Fucking Mario Golf. No, I'm not saying that. Um, That's what other people are saying. I think as I well, know, though, I like, I mean, we've just, like we said at the beginning of this podcast, we've kind of, uh, we're two months into the year already and we've not really had any massive releases. I think this is kind of the first 
it's going to be a taste of what's to come, I yeah. think, really. Um, E3 is going to be a lot of, this was going to come out this year, but it's going to be next year now. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's going to, there's going to be a lot of that kind of yeah. shifting and games that were behind closed doors meant to be the end of this year will be next year now. And yeah, every, I mean, uh, yeah. Destiny is not getting mm. an expansion this year, is it now? No, it's been pushed back to early 2022, which is good for me because the next Final Fantasy XIV expansion comes out around about the same sort of time as the Destiny expansion would have come yeah. out. So, nice. But that's good for me. But it means that their traditional seasonal stuff is going to be stretched even further. Again, but yeah. thinner. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Um, there was a couple of other things that uh, looked quite interesting. There was a game, um, Sifu. Um, did you any of you play Absolver? It was like that Dark Soulsy kind yes, of game, but it was all based on hand to hand combat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Sifu looks like they're just taking that to its logical extension and made like a video video game kung fu movie, um, nice. uh, which looks pretty cool. Um, the new game, oh, I can't remember what it's called now. From Housemark. Mm. I was that sort of no. Um... The re- Returnal? Returnal is it Returnal? Returnal, Returnal. sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that looks yeah. interesting. Um, House Mark mm. a while ago said like we're done making um, uh, arcadey games because they don't make enough money, so we're going to make something There's else. There's no money in it, and they've made a, yeah. a sort of third-person roguelike that sure looks like an arcade <laughs> game. I mean, there was like lots of like bullet hell elements in some of the combat that I could that I could see. Yeah. Um, that looks interesting. All they've done is they've just moved the camera down into the actual world. They've yeah, taken the spirit um, of an arcade game yeah. and made it not look like an arcade game, mm. I think. Yeah, essentially. Uh, I guess they're yeah. never going to stray that far from their No. Rules, thing is, that, though, with interesting. Like, I, I trust them immensely. And like, I was on a... Because they had a beta, uh, beta testing for a while on um, for a third-person shooter, which they then canned. Mm. Which I'm guessing they're going to kind of take on and into this game. So um, I'll be, which yeah. I was involved with. So I'll be really interesting to see, yeah, what what comes over from all that as well. But I I trust them immensely. They're they're an incredible studio. Yeah, put out some yeah. of my favourite games of all time. So like, I think the yeah, isn't I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic with it. Isn't the PlayStation Five as well the first Sony console since maybe the PS3 to launch without a house mark title at launch? Yeah. Because oh, PS3 yeah, had, had next um, Super Stardust. The Vita had Super Stardust Super Ultra. Stardust, yeah. yeah, and the PS4 had um, um, oh, Resogun. Gun. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird. But it, it sounds like they're going to be getting one within the first year of the console being out. So that, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, that game looks really good. Apparently, it's going to be full price. Okay, like fine. 60, mm. 70 yes. pound game. Good. Um, which, yeah, I'm fine with. Um, <laughs> only problem is, can't get hold of a PS5 for love nor money, so I won't be able to play it anyway. Uh, but yeah, I have. Uh, I am interested in a third person shooter, actiony, roguelike game made by Housemark because they are they make their games have like the best game feel. Yeah. Like. Mm. It's the only thing for me yeah. that rivals Hades so far in terms of like just pure game feel is Nex Machina. That game. I always, I always feel like, um, what's his name? That's that's on my top ten of all time. Rami Ismail's yeah. studio, yeah. whatever. Vlambia. 
their oh, games Flambia. have yeah, such yeah. good game Flambia. feel. Oh man, yeah, like uh, Luftwaffe. Yeah, and um, Nuclear Throne. They yeah. they nail yeah, game feel. Fishing. Yes, is that, that is them. Yes. Yeah. But uh, speaking of exclusives, when is Final Fantasy VII coming to PC already? Because nah, um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, <sighs> it's the f- uh, it's weird. Okay. I don't know. If- so. That's Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming to PS Plus uh, on it Tuesday, is, yes. which mm. is really cool. Um, and part, a big chunk of the uh, State of Play video was like, hey, it's coming to PS5 as well. Check out these crazy graphics. And then they were like, here's a little teaser of a, the next sort of Final Fantasy VII remake game, which is not continuing the story, but telling a side story about a bunch of other characters. Um Oh, by the way, all future installments of this series will be on PS5 only. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, which is a, like I don't know. After final, after after like you know years of Final Fantasy being first a Nintendo exclusive series and then a Sony exclusive series and then finally with thirteen they brought it out on Xbox as well and then ever since then they've all been on everything. I know fourteen is only on PS4 and PC. Um, but I think they just they just reckon there just wasn't a big enough market for it on on Xbox One. I say sign of the, sign of the times, man. They just got to chase the, yeah. constant, the consistent money, right? But then so Final Fantasy not? 16 is PS5 only, mm. and yeah. all future installments of Final Fantasy 7 Remake series will be PS5 only. Yeah. Um. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, it felt like they were uh, so sort of 16 making the, the medieval looking. Yes. One. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It kind of felt like they were yeah, making a breakthrough kind of... towards where they should be heading, and then they've just gone back on that again. Yeah. Mm. I'm really looking forward to that because uh, yeah, 16, like I talked about before, has been headed up by um, Yoshi P, who heads the. I don't know which which whichever the uh, Square Enix business units it is, but the he heads up Final Fantasy fourteen. He's the guy who like turned that game around. Shouldn't and, it be a Nintendo uh, exclusive then? Yeah. If Yoshi's heading it up, <laughs> nice. Um, we'll just skirt past that one. Uh, <laughs> the only other thing I saw that was interesting was a game that I already knew about, but. Um, I mean, there's another one I'm really interested in, but I've got a feeling this is also only going to be on PS5, and that's Deathloop mm. by Arcane, yeah. um, which looks, every time I see it, it looks real good. Um, it looks like they've taken a lot of the combat and traversal stuff that was really great about Dishonored and made a really very, well, a very, very different sort of game. I still don't fully understand how the the gameplay loop works. Um, but I'm sounds really like runs. It sounds roguelike. It does, doesn't it? Yes, in a way. But then, is there also another player on the other side as well, like another real player? Mm. Um, I don't fully understand how it works. We'll find out. I'm closer to when it comes out. I think, but it, that's a weird one. I mean, that's obviously paperwork and everything was signed a long time ago for that. But that is a a um, PlayStation Five exclusive game being published by Microsoft owned. <laughs> Bethesda. It's a console exclusive. <laughs> it's mad, it's PC as well. Oh, it's going to PC as well. Day and okay. date. All right. Twenty first yeah. of May at the moment. Nice. Okay, I'm I'm fine with that. Then I'm I'm on board. I will definitely be checking that out because <laughs> bloody love Arcane. Yep, they've. Although I never played um, Prey. That's the one disappointing game that they've made for me. I just mm. couldn't I'll... get into it. 
No. But uh, Dishonored, oh. like all of those, the Dishonored games are fucking great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm really glad that's coming out on PC then as well. But again, it's a weird one being like it can't come out on Xbox. Mm. Or maybe maybe it'll be I'm like sure they'll, the definitive edition. I'm sure they'll find a, a way to bring it. Like, um, yeah, I can't remember exactly which game it was, but they said this is an exclusive. And the, the year later, they brought out like a definitive edition, which was on other consoles. So I'm yeah. sure they'll find yeah, a weird way to call it something different and be allowed yeah. to put it on yeah. Game Pass. Game of the Year edition. Yeah. Will it have? No, it wouldn't. Would it? It'll still have Bethesda. I was just wondering for a second, like if you loaded it <laughs> Microsoft on Game Studios, PlayStation Five. Would it say that? <laughs> no, I think it'll just say Bethesda Game Studios. I think they're gonna run them independently, still, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Which is good. Which is good. But yeah, it just means that you know, <laughs> this Xbox Game Pass, like the games, the list of games I've gone here is already. <clears throat> insane uh and it's just going to keep getting better yeah it's just uh, a shame about the launcher on there the launcher on pc is pretty shitty it's yeah it's not great i do like this like little surprise me button and you click on it and then it just does a roulette wheel and says why don't you try this game Mm. out um (laughs) which is quite cool uh yeah i am glad to finally be playing games on pc we are glad to have you but um Oh, thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> right. Um, well, we've got a race in a little bit, so we probably better yes, jump mate. off and uh, pre- mentally prepare for for that. Um, Nick's going to win. It's one of his so favorite got, tracks. I've not I've done sit any prep. Visualize the track. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to. You know, when you see like F1, I'm going to sit down there like, and closed. do a little squat like Danny Rick does, and just sort of. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, start visualizing. Mentally prepare yeah. for it. Yeah, with my headphones yeah. on, of course. Of course. Have you got any? Have you got any? Beats? I don't. I can't afford them. Uh-huh. Um, I'm yeah. sure he gets a load free, but yeah, probably does. Yeah. But yeah, we're racing um, uh, into Lagos in Brazil tonight with the with the Kodak Moments yeah. guys. Bloody so. love that track. Nick's favorite yeah. track. So yeah, I'm I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> don't be honestly. No, Maybe. we'll be fine. Maybe. Um, but yeah, uh, so so this will be coming out on Monday. So tonight, I need, as you listen to this, I will be streaming the final case in um, Sherlock Holmes' uh, Crimes and Punishments. I've already got Sherlock Holmes and the Devil's Daughter lined up for streaming at some point in the future because I got off the Epic Game Store for £1.60, which is a bit of a bargain. Uh, and then on Tuesday, um, what are we going to have? Who's who's streaming on Tuesday? Um, I've been streaming on Tuesdays, but I don't know. It's down to you guys, I guess. But I can um, I can probably stream a bit of Teardown, maybe. The voxel-based breaking like, sort of heist game. It's uh yeah you basically you everything in the world is a physics based and built out of voxels and you've got right. to get like stuff out of safes. Okay. And, uh, um, but you've got to you can basically set it all, set everything up and knock down walls and holes in things and you know get your your heist all set up and then you hit a big red button and then it's go time. Like or hmm. you know like you don't cr- if you don't crack the safe open. And to take the thing out, then the timer doesn't go off. But as soon as you do, like the alarm goes off, and then that's it. Everything rolls into action. But 
Okay. Yes, yeah, uh, looks- yeah, it's a mad game. Look it up. It's um, that was quite cool. It basically looks looks like Minecraft, but it's um, yeah, it's good fun. Good, good fun. Sounds interesting. A million different ways to change, you know, get work the levels out. So yeah, yeah. Shame it doesn't have Might multiplayer for a bit. co-op. Mm. Yeah, that'd be really yeah. cool. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, it'd be good. But yeah, it's, nice. um, it's, so it's one of those Tuesday. games I've been watching on Twitter for a while. Yep. Um, so I'll, yeah, I'll keep an eye out for that because that sounds different. Mm. <laughs> when he said tear down for a second, I was like. <laughs> Is that like the opposite of PC building simulator where you tear down pieces? <laughs> well, that could have been the other one I, I was going to put up. <laughs> what, PC I building simulator? I have got that simulator. as well, which I'm, I want to... Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, I might shut it off for a giggle. Okay, fair That's enough. very funny. When you go into your little office and... <laughs> I might, might do that just for you, mate. Just to give yeah, you a flashback. Yeah, so I can just get super anxious about it all over again. Um, <laughs> Wednesday... Uh, I don't know why I was going to be streaming. What was he streaming last time? Oh, he was he streamed that that really weird oh the Polish uh, Polish game. FMV yeah, game yeah, yeah with the terrible dubbing and oh god yeah that oh, was my word. that was something. <laughs> Whew. Um, yeah, yeah, go dub- go and check I, out that the dubbing was so bad I had to I had to ask him to change it so that it was back in its you know, original language because I, I couldn't deal with it. Oh, that's not how he played it on Wednesday. He switched back to the, no, no, to no. the dubbing. It was yeah, spectacular. Um, so yeah, go over to Adam's uh, uh, go over to Adam's Twitch channel and check out the the VAD for that because um, yeah, it's yeah, it was something. something. I'd love to hear him talk about um, that. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, uh, I can't remember what Andy said he was going to be streaming because he's finished Shadow Tomb Raider. Um, Let me have a look. What did he say he was going to stream in? Yeah, this is terrible. I should remember this stuff. No, he picked up something on our recommendation, and I cannot remember what it was. <laughs> That's bad. Oh That's yeah, bad. yeah, he did. Right. He was asking, didn't? Wasn't he? Um... Oxen free. <laughs> oh, he brought yeah, Oxen free. free. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if he'd say he'll stream yes. it, but I don't know if he well, said he'll stream it. But yeah, he definitely. Yeah, he's. I don't know. I That's think funny. he should. So hopefully, he will. Yeah. I'll I'll chat to him oh, and see yeah, if we can get we can get to stream that because Oxenfree is fantastic yeah. and I, I streamed the follow up to that after party last year. You did. Um, so yeah. I should definitely play. You should definitely stream that game because oh, dead good, dead good. Um, Friday. Um, currently my Fridays are free because my raid um, night has been moved to a Tuesday now, so I might stream Ooh. something on Friday. Uh, I don't know what yet. Maybe some Kerbal Space Program. <laughs> That'll be fun. Now maybe we should Real do some multiplayer that game. Stuff. Yeah, we could do, yeah. Maybe we should uh, um, get, a, get a co-op stream, stream going. Yeah, we'll do some Among Us or something like that, because I still haven't played that game. Yeah, um, and I know Adam desperate, Adam's desperate to play that. Yeah. So maybe and, we should uh, all the kids love it. Um, yeah. Saturday, I presume, a uh, little bit more Yakuza Like a Dragon. You must be nearly done with that now, right? Yes, right. mate. I'm literally stretch. into the last level or two. Um, yeah. I think one stream will do it, hopefully. So, so yeah. Could be the final stream. Fingers of that. crossed. Could be the final stream of that. And then yeah, yeah. And then I've got to work out whether I go straight to judgment or um or something else. If you wanna recommend something for me, then please do on overlaps oh. gamer. I mean judgment or oh, Judge Eyes as the original title was. Yeah, Judge uh, Eyes. Could be a good shout, but it might feel like a bit of a step backwards because it's more like a traditional Yakuza game. 
This is um, it. I'm wondering if I need a game in between as a palate cleanser and then go into it. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's got enough that's different about it because it's got like the Phoenix Wright style, you know, crime investigations and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but it's not the the moment to moment gameplay is a little bit more like traditional Yakuza, so maybe yeah, palate cleanser first and then jump on that. I think would be a good idea. That's it. So yeah, we've yeah. got to work out what that palate cleanser is. I think. Yeah. So yeah, any recommendations? Let me know. We'll do. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. that's it for the for the upcoming week. Uh, just keep an eye on the Laps Gamer Twitter feed at Laps Gamer uh, to find out who's streaming what, where, when, and why. Uh, if you go over to the website, uh, lapsgamer.com, then we've got another couple of, uh, top, top 10 lists that Annie's put up there. Uh, the, the top 10 films that he saw for the first time last year, and then his top 10, uh, TV shows of last year. Uh, that's about it. That's new. I think nothing else going on. Um, no, no, no. That's it. but, um, yeah, thanks for joining me, gentlemen. Um, Thank you for having us. Always a pleasure to chat to yeah. you. Yeah, um, I will see you in forty-five minutes when we do battle on the track. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll catch you on the next the episode. Psychological warfare starts now. <laughs> 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 Bye. Bye.